It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. So welcome to Mind Your Business. I'm so pleased to have you here. You are Reva Miners, and you are founder of Loquat Roots. So today we're going to talk about your entrepreneurial journey. But before we do that, tell us a little bit about yourself. So me, as you said, I'm Reva. I have been many things in this life. Currently, I am an entrepreneur. My focus is on women, particularly women of color in the birth work field and holistic therapy. Okay. I'm also a mother of two small children who are celebrities in their own right. Okay. And yeah, <laughs> fierce friend, fierce advocate, all the things. I love that. Thanks. So what led you to entrepreneurship? Well, my children, actually. Okay. Both my children were born at home. Shout out to Sophia Cannonier. She was my doula for my first one. Okay. And my midwife, Deb Gowen. They were so respecting of what I wanted and supportive, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like I was just a vessel. I felt like a person. Mm. I felt seen. And they, the parenting journey starts during pregnancy, Mm -hmm. even before that, if you're uh, planning to conceive. Right. And they just helped guide me from Reva, the woman, to the the mother. Mm -hmm. And it was like during the labor process, I didn't have to ask for anything. I was just so cared for. I had water, coconut water given to me in a straw. Mm -hmm. Um, They were just knew when to be there for me and not and it was completely different from all the stories people were sharing with me without me asking by the way Mm -hmm. I'm sure we all can identify that those of us that have children and my experience was so different it Mm -hmm. was beautiful it was quick but slow to me Mm -hmm. and I said you know what I want to be able to do this for for women Mm -hmm. I want to change these narratives that we tell ourselves and that we are sharing with other people mm-hmm. because I, I saw the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And that's how, that's how Look What Roots started. That's awesome. So did you have entrepreneurs in your family to model after? Because entrepreneurship can be difficult, right? It's a challenge. It's a challenge and it's a risk to say, I'm going to step out on my own and do my own thing. Yeah. So what was like the impetus? Was it just solely that you just wanted to create this experience for other women? Or did you have people that you knew that you can model um, your entrepreneurship journey after? Yes and no. Okay. Uh, my dad works for himself. He's an electrician. He actually dissuaded me against that. He was like, get a job with benefits. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yes. Um, my great-grandmother I actually found after I started doing the work. Her name was Sophia Tweed. Mm-hmm. She was originally from St. Kitts, immigrated to Bermuda. She was the bush lady. She had the bush medicine. Okay. So people were coming to her for healing. And um, I guess I'm channeling some of that now. I was going to say, look at that. And there's so many of us. I think we all have, even if you have a full-time job, everyone's doing something, Mm -hmm. you know. So I had people that were inspiring to me. But when I started, I did not know what I signed up for initially. (laughs) That's usually the case, right? Yes. (laughs) So that was a steep learning curve. Mm -hmm. But... I think 2024 is is the year of 
me figuring it out and establishing myself as a serious business, taking myself seriously as a businesswoman. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so in terms of what does that mean when you say taking yourself seriously? When you work for other people, you're yeah. working for other people. Mm -hmm. You don't see all the moving pieces. You don't have to make decisions, hard decisions. You don't have to interact with people in the same way. It's not your reputation. Uh, I've always had great work ethic, mm -hmm. but it's different when you're the person that has to make those executive functioning decisions. Mm -hmm. And that was difficult for me. I'm... I'm not like uh, confrontational. I'm very much the the sunflower on yes, the wall, you, right? As represented <laughs> by what, yes. what you're wearing. Gotta and represent your the brand colors. Yes. You know, Tassels Bermuda did my earrings, by the way. They're so pretty. Thank you. So, it's it's a mind shift that I wasn't. You can't teach somebody that really. Mm -hmm. Like I've had mentors. Uh, Kadis Emery was yes. one of my mentors. Ah, shout out to Binky. Yes, <laughs> Fiona Dill, Faven, Benega Northcott, um, my midwife Deb Gowan as well. It's something that, like, they were telling me, like, mm -hmm. listen, get it together. Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah, it is. It's scary to step into your power. Mm -hmm. And I'm over that now okay. because people will play in your face if you let them. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it, and I'm tired of that. Mm -hmm. And I want to, I believe in what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's not going to work if I don't make it work right. for myself. Right. So my shift change, we out there. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me a little bit more about the products and services that Loquat Roots offer and how they kind of connect with each other um, over this idea of holistic kind of wellness and health for women. Yeah, so as I said, I'm a, I initially started off as a birth doula mm -hmm. and then I certified as a postpartum doula, infant loss and pregnancy loss doula as well. And I started doing the teas. I make organic fair trade ingredients, teas meant for different healing and uh, body wellness. Mm -hmm. I started doing that for myself. I wasn't able to find what I wanted to support me through my pregnancy journey and my postpartum period. So Mel Dupre, she's a naturopath and a homeopath on island. She uh, is a good friend of mine as well. She helped me find something to make for myself. Mm -hmm. And then a friend was pregnant at the same time. She asked me for it, and then she told a coworker, and then it just turned into this thing. Yeah. So I was like, obviously there's a need. Mm -hmm. Let me fill this. So I started making teas, and um, it it coincided with. I'm also a certified vaginal steamer. Okay. So it coincided with what I was already learning about herbs and its he their healing properties through mm -hmm. Chinese medicine. Uh, during that certification. Mm -hmm. So um, vaginal steamer, I do teas. It all ties together. Mm -hmm. And the energy healing as well, I do something called access bars, which uh, my midwife gave to me when um, I was in my last trimester. And it just changed my whole mindset mm -hmm. around what I was holding and the burden of the unknown. Mm -hmm. I'm an anxious person. Mm -hmm. So it just removed a lot of the anxiety that I didn't know I was holding. And I said, okay, well, let's add that to yeah. the resume. And it just all, it all ties together um, in the way that the mind and the body must connect yeah. for healing and mm -hmm. growth. Yeah, I was going to say, like, 
physically, you can drink the tea, you can get the steam, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But how does it help that mental mind shift, right? Like you had um, Sophia yes. um, to assist and guide you there, but how, how do you address that mental component, I guess? That's something that, as I'm working with my clients, yeah. we discuss, and I will highlight certain things to them. Sometimes I even suggest... I give lots of references of something outside of my scope. I will suggest go to see a professional, speak to somebody about this. And there's so many different modalities. You don't have to go to a psychiatrist or a talk therapist. Mm. There's people on the island that do healing yoga. There's mm. meditation. There's all sorts of things that speak to everybody individually. And as I said, when you're harboring these things and you're not servicing yourself by bringing them forth. Mm -hmm. You have to dust out the corners. You have to take the cobwebs out. You go into labor fearful mm -hmm. of what's next. Labor takes longer. Yes. When you're free, there's nothing to be afraid of. Mm -hmm. When you're confident in your body, your body just works with you, not mm -hmm. against you. Mm -hmm. And I am just a guide. Mm -hmm. We all have that power in us. And my, my job is to help remind you of that mm -hmm. and create a safe space where you can explore that for yourself. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, you have a very calming energy, right? Yeah. So I think you're in the right, <laughs> in the right field because you're absolutely right that um, that whole process of giving birth or bringing life into the world can be stressful, right? Mm. Um, especially if it's your first time, you don't know what to expect. And most of us, like me, I have my child in the hospital, and what you're describing is nothing like, you know, what my experience is. So I think if I'm thinking about my friends who are mothers and their experiences, I don't know that I never even thought that this could be an option, right? And so I think um, my next question centers around how do you let women know that this service or the service that you're providing is available for them um, and is an alternative to what traditionally, you know, we're taught you go to the hospital, you have a baby, whatever, you get an epidural, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so I just want to say I do work in the hospital as well. Okay. I am not exclusive home and birth. It's feeling like that's maybe where I need to go. Okay. But I want, I serve you wherever you want to have your baby. Okay. And, um, it's it's just like sorry, I lost my train. No, that's okay. No, I'm I I guess what I'm trying to say is how do you let women know that this is an option for them? Right? If they're not on that path already and seeking out how do they know? Like how how do they? I talk about it quite yeah. frequently, just in general conversation. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I have social media and things like that. Yeah. I bring it up at any markets that I'm doing. I advertise for it. I have, um, even if women are, oh, no, I'm I'm yeah. out of the childbirth years or that's not my path. Well, you know people. Yeah. You have friends. You have daughters. You have nieces. You have sons. Mm -hmm. You have, it's, it's, it's available. I try to do as much marketing as I can. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for my clients that do mention me and put my name forward mm -hmm. as well. Um, I try to wear shirts that say, you know, someone that yes. needs a doula, yes, you yes. know. Um, it's, it's starting to become more known mm -hmm. with social media, people, other people, you know, putting it out there. Um, 
other people having homes, celebrities having homes, yes. and people are learning what a doula is. I just try to speak about it as often as I can so that people know that even if you don't want to do that, you have options. You have period. options. And the fact that you said that you go wherever the person goes, wants to go. So if someone's interested in giving birth in the hospital, mm-hmm. then you're there Absolutely. alongside them. Okay. Yes. That, that's really good to know. Um, so I want to focus back on that kind of entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. that you were on and the fact that you have two children of your own. Yes. <laughs> and so how you manage that like how do you do the mom thing how do you be present for others who are wanting to be moms um and then also run this business right like you said it's it's all on you now as the entrepreneur yeah it's boundaries number one yes i have i don't work weekends i only work some nights when my son's in football practice i work certain hours of the day i make sure that i have blocks of time set aside for myself Mm -hmm. because I know what I need to show up in the way that I need to show up in the work that I'm doing. And I stay, and I stick with that, you know, I mean, labor is unpredictable. So I am not unused to waking up three o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. to go to the, to the hospital, which is, it's part of what I do. Mm -hmm. And I have things in place that help me work like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the beauty of being able to work for yourself is I can take the day off when I when I need it, and I just right. shift things. Saying, when I'm, and I um, also go to, to therapy as well. One of the things my therapist tells me is, it may sound like a no to somebody, but you're really saying yes to them, and mm-hmm. you're saying yes to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm at the hospital for 18 hours, and I haven't rested or ate, eaten well, and then I'm just going into a meeting, I'm not showing up 100% as myself. And that's right. doing a disservice to the person that's expecting me to show up in that way, right. as well as myself, because I'm not able to represent myself properly mm-hmm. if I'm sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. So boundaries, knowing my productivity times, um, I'm convinced I'm undiagnosed ADHD, so I use that <laughs> as a, my superpower. That's, your superpower. that's my superpower. Right? I'm telling you. So mornings, I have like focused, uninterrupted time. Food goes on do not disturb, mm-hmm. and I'm just plugging away at what needs to get done for the day. Okay. So in terms of that, it sounds like you got it all figured out. I do now. <laughs> now that was years in the making. Yeah. Trying to figure out what was gonna work. There was a lot of stressful times. There's been a lot of tears. There's still tears. Mm-hmm. And when I first started, I was working at a reinsurance company as mm-hmm. well as running the business. This is what I'm saying. Like how I'm a crazy person. I'm a crazy person. <laughs> it was insane. I don't even know how I was doing it, but I was younger then. Yeah. <laughs> you look young now. So thank I'm you. Like, thank what? you. What was thank that last week? No. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm 37 now. Wow. And I started when I was 29. Okay. So I had a little bit more energy. And just, like, okay, this is not working. Mm-hmm. This is not working. Let's let's go back to the drawing board. Talking to your peers, mm-hmm. talking to your mentors, finding those people around you that they've already been through this. Yes. Take Take it. I listen to so many podcasts as well. Like, okay, let me take this nugget, try to implement that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my cousin, she owns her own company. It's called Endpoint in Canada. Okay. Chantal, love you. She, <laughs> she has been doing this longer than I have, mm-hmm. and I take what she gives me very strongly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's changed everything mm-hmm. because 
I don't have to go through it myself. I've, I'm taking the lessons where they've been learned mm -hmm. by people that are ahead of their journey. Yeah. And if that's where I want to go, I must follow. Right? right, right, which makes sense. And so that kind of leads into my next question is around the support system mm -hmm. and how important that is or isn't to you in developing your business and what you see the future of Loquat Roots being. Yeah, my my dad and my nanny uh -huh. are very like I couldn't work the way that I work without them. Mm -hmm. They're they're there to help me with the kids when I need someone to pick them up from school, etc. My brother, my mom. Um, it's it's easy to not ask for help and just try to mm -hmm. do it all yourself. Mm -hmm. But when I'm like, okay. How am I gonna do this? Mm -hmm. And I would just be talking to my my family and okay, you know what? Don't worry about it. We'll do this. Don't. It's not even a question now. Mm -hmm. um, so you can't do it without a village. Yeah. You can't do anything without your village. Like that's life. We're not meant to. No man is an island. Uh, so I just have friends that step in place as well. Like we, you gotta get yourself a squad. Yeah. Everybody's. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> has something that they can they can help with, even if it's just so small. Like right. they send you a little heart emoji, and they don't even know that you're having a bad day. Yeah. You know? I uh, I was trying to do it all myself initially, and I led that led to burnout. Mm -hmm. And and now I know that I know what my limit is, and I know who can help me and win. And it just flows seamlessly that way now. So talk to me a little bit about the burnout piece, because I know that other entrepreneurs, especially women, mm. because we have all the hats mm -hmm. and all the things that we need to do, right? Yeah. Um, how do you burn out and then bounce back from that? Like what self-talk, what's happening that lets you say, I can do this, I can still do it, but I just may have to do it differently. Like, yeah. If you're getting burnt out, you're already too late to save yourself. You need to have a reset. I um, schedule time off. Like I said, I'm very protective of my weekends. My Mondays and my Fridays mm -hmm. are very important to me. And um, eating well, mm -hmm. making better choices, planning ahead. We're packing our kids' lunches. Why can't we not pack our own lunch? True. So that you're not starving and you're grabbing some potato chips that I have know. nothing. And that's me. Yeah. There's no judgment. Nothing's wrong with some potato chips when they need to happen, <laughs> right? But it was just like looking at those little things of how you care for all, everyone else and caring for yourself that same way. Mm -hmm. And it was difficult because you have to have that honest conversation with yourself of why aren't you valuing yourself in the same way that you're valuing other, other people. people. So I um, I started doing things, I started making more time to read. Mm -hmm. I'm a big nerd, I love video games and reading, mm -hmm. so I make sure that's incorporated in my bedtime routine, mm -hmm. in my morning routine, in my weekend routines. Um, and just saying no when I know that, even though I really want to yeah. do it, I have to say I can't do this thing. Right. And also saying no is when something isn't authentic to you just because an opportunity has presented itself. So I'll give you an example. Yeah. People think that uh, there's some people that think a doula is like a purse. We're just an accessory, you know. Not a purse. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm telling you. <laughs> 
this is they don't want to uh, commit to what you are expecting them to do as the birthing couple. Right. There's only so much that I can guide you. Yes. I cannot do for you. And there are some people that come to me that want me to speak for them and make choices and decisions for them. And okay. that's not what doulas do. We're, we're advocates. We're information carriers. Mm-hmm. We're, we're giving you your options so that you can choose what works best for you and your family. Mm-hmm. And that is where the empowerment comes from. Okay. Because regardless of the way that your labor and birth goes, if you're the one that decides that this is the thing that's going to happen then you're, you're the one that has to take responsibility for that decision. Mm, so okay. you, you just look at it, what's happening differently. Even if it didn't go as planned, mm-hmm. I made this choice and I did everything I could to make it differently. And I'm and it, even though it didn't go as planned, I feel fulfilled mm-hmm. because I was seen as part of this. Mm-hmm. So when people don't want to work with me in that way, then we can't work together. Right. I wish you the best and there's nothing... I don't have any animosity towards people. Like, we all have our own choices and options. That's where I come from, mm-hmm. choice. So if that's something that you're choosing to do, then I all and I also have choice. Right. I can't sit and be in a space with people that are refusing to show up for themselves. Mm-hmm. How can I show up for you and you can't show up for yourself? Right, right. Because now I'm putting in myself in a position that... I'm going to go down with you in whatever trauma is inevitable right. about to happen in this right. space. So I, I just have to stand firm in that. Um, people don't want to pay what I'm asking for. I charge my value, you know, and you have a choice not to pay that. Right. There's other, there's other people. You can also not have a doula. And that's okay too. Yeah, I I just can't. Like. So I I mean I love that because I think sometimes when you're starting up and you're you're doing business, mind you, you've been at it for a long time, but <laughs> um, it's very easy to focus on the money, yeah. right? Because you have to live. Yeah. You gotta buy groceries, and groceries to. are getting expensive getting more and expensive. more. <laughs> been expensive. Okay, and so. As an entrepreneur, right, you're on this path, you're doing this, the passion, you're doing the thing that you love doing, and then there's the money there. And you're like, mm. oh, I need that, I need that, I need all of that mm. because I need to be able to sustain myself, mm-hmm. my family, my lifestyle. But what I hear you saying is that you value kind of your wellness, your mental wellness, Absolutely. and the wellness of your clients mm-hmm. over that dollar, right? Yeah. Like, if it's not going to work, then it's not going to work, and I'm happy to leave that dollar right where it is yes. and move on. How did you get to that point? I was lucky enough to go to a certifying institution that that was built into our course curriculum while we were learning about doula work. Okay. Uh, you People only see value when something has been exchanged. So if I'm given a service for free, and I, and I did an experiment and I tried this, I, I had, was charging people like $200 when I first started. Mm-hmm. And I had one person that I um, offered to do it pro bono. Mm-hmm. That person wasn't showing up for meetings. They canceled so many times. And it was distressing f- to me. For you, yeah. And so... I said never again, unless it was someone that I choose who I work with pro bono, mm-hmm. not because someone is asking me to. If I see that someone is is really serious mm-hmm. about 
self-care mm -hmm. and what they want for themselves during that journey and they're not even asking me to provide services for free I'll offer it to them. Mm -hmm. I also accept bartering mm -hmm. instead of just 100% dollar value. Right, right. Everybody has something of value that they can mm -hmm. exchange and offer. Mm -hmm. And I understand that we're living in a very expensive country, mm -hmm. the most expensive country, and not everybody has the financial means, but everybody should be available to this service. Mm -hmm. This service should be available to everybody. And I, I understand that. Mm -hmm. So I will... I work with people. Yeah. I have some beautiful clients I've just started working with. One of them is an artist, and they're willing to exchange that for yeah. my services. Yeah. And I love that. I love that, too. You are... I was just thinking like these smoking at my hallways in my house saying, <laughs> we need some art up in here, and then manifest it, right? There you go. Yeah. And I'm grateful that she even offered to provide that to me because mm -hmm. art is so, is so personal. Yeah, it's very it vulnerable, right? But that's that's who I that's mm -hmm. who I am. I um, when I first started, and and I steadily increased my prices mm -hmm. as I gained more experience. I steadily increased my prices, and I remember one of the more senior doulas. Mm -hmm. Now I have I have been doing this for a while, but there's women that are working that are doing this for way longer than I have. Yeah, and it got to a point where I was charging the same as them mm -hmm. in earlier in my career. And one of us, we went out to tea, and she said to me you know that you're charging more than I do. And I said, well, sounds like you need to step up your okay. prices, honey. Because what <laughs> are you doing? It. I love it. What are you providing your clients? She listed off all these things that she provides for her clients. Yes. You were like, one of us needs to make some changes. One, no, not one of us. You need to make some changes. I don't mince words. I love it. <laughs> I'm not I leaving that up into our, uh, interpretation. Yeah. I'm not... I am not changing where I stand and I what know, I believe right. because even the, what I charge now, I feel is still a reasonable amount. It's not. It's like, not yeah, for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. She said she increasing the prices. I'm not. I'm not yet. I'm not yet. I'm leaving them where they are okay. because it's not just a like money only has value because we give it that. Yes. And I believe in that. What I'm doing is priceless, and it. The end result is so beautiful, and it's it's a life lasting mm -hmm. thing. For to see these families, like I love seeing my doula clients around the island and the babies, Aww. and like it's it's so fulfilling to yeah. see that. Yeah, I mean I have to eat, right? Yes, ma'am. So, but <laughs> how did she receive that, right? Because this is someone like she you said, said, "You're right." See? She looked at me and she said, "You know what? You're right." Tell me what you do. Yeah. And is that enough? When you when you add it up, your time yes. and your energy, mm -hmm. you have to. You have to. And people will find a way. People um, spend money. But like, we're doing gender reveals now. Yeah. These over-the-top baby showers. Mm -hmm. um, and that's fine. I love to see it. If you like it, I love it. Mm -hmm. But also... I am just as important oh, as yes. what you're providing for yes, yourself yes, because yes, yes. investing in me is investing in you. Mm -hmm. And this is something, this is a life-changing event. Mm -hmm. It's like people get a wedding planner. I'm I'm there the, for you the to help planner, plan. Right? Yeah, like, like, you tell me what you need, what yeah. you're looking for for your birth. Yeah. Okay, well, let's work backwards. Yes. This is what needs to happen if this is what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And it's it's... 
it's worth it. I love it. I love how you are confidently like, this is what it is. If you want it, have it. Yes. But if you don't, it's okay too. Yes. You know what I mean? It is. <laughs> I love that. Um, so talk to me a little bit about, because the name is Loquat Roots, yes. and we know Loquats. It's yes. Loquat season right now. Yes. I've been eyeing up a tree in my yard. Um, talk to me a little bit about how Bermuda, the culture in Bermuda, has influenced your business, what you do, the service you provide. How has that impacted you as an entrepreneur and Loquat Roots? Yeah, it's we are in a very beautiful space. After 2020, people started looking more for natural health remedies, mm -hmm. started looking more into the way that we were doing things before the medical systems were put into place. Mm -hmm. We're coming back to where we came from, and I love to see it, you know. So it's shifting in that more people are looking for the information. They're looking for these products. Mm -hmm. I'm having more conversations with people around it. People used to get so uncomfortable when I would tell them what I do. And also not even just uncomfortable, but like devalue it. Like, okay, nobody needs these services. Yeah, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. It's not important. And I've had people say that straight up to my face that what I do isn't important or necessary. And that's fine if you feel that way, but science and statistics have shown us that doulas being present reduces so many different things, so yeah. many risks in the birth space. So it's nice to see that people are coming people around. People are looking yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I I'm not. I don't have to go out there. Yeah. People are coming to me mm -hmm. now, and I. It just makes me excited for what's to come next. Yeah, I think once you have so many scares, and once you see, and you look at traditional medicine, I think, and I would say it's never to address the problem, like the source, and to correct that, it's always like a Band-Aid, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, when you think about a wellness journey and all of that, the teas, all of these things, it's addressing the source to me. At least that's the way I, I look at it. Um, and so it's, it's good to see, like you said, that people are coming back and they're recognizing this for themselves and, and making other choices because yeah. they have the choice, right? Now, traditional medicine... Uh, the regular medicine yeah. has its place. Yes, That's, of course. I just want to say that because some people think that... It's like this or that. Right. Yes. And I'm not, like I said, I'm a proponent of choice. You make whatever decision is comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. and if you want the epidural, honey, we're going to get you the epidural. Yes. I Like, I'm not someone that is like, you don't need that. Yeah. I'm going to explain to you what it does. I'm going to explain to you the risks. I'm going to explain to you the benefits. Mm -hmm. And then you choose. And if that's what you want to choose, then we're going to figure out how we can make this a seamless transition. Right. So I just wanted to say that before people think that. Yeah. They you know, like she's anti. Right. No. no, I'm not. Which I think is, is great, right? Because for me, the underlying theme or the running theme throughout this is choice. Yes. And empowerment. And mm -hmm. you have the ability or you are empowering women to make decisions about what they want for themselves. Absolutely. What they want to experience um, when they're given birth. And sometimes I think people feel like it's out of their control. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't and it's never not that. Yeah. It's always about you. Yeah. You are the client for everybody. You're not just my client. You're the client of your OB. Mm -hmm. You're the client of the hospital. Yeah. They are working for you. I love that. And we need to remember that. So part Especially of, black and brown uh, women. I oh, just, my God. Uh, I was just going to say, 
like patriarchy and systemic racism is ever present in these systems mm -hmm. and I am pulling back the layers of this for people slowly so that they can see that your power is, has been hidden from you on purpose because it makes you more coercive, mm -hmm. more easy to mm -hmm. sway into what benefits the dollars, not your body, not right. your health. Yeah. And um, when you look at what's happening in the States mm -hmm. with women's reproductive rights, and the maternal mortality rate, yeah. it's scary. I would hate for that to come to Bermuda. Right. Bermuda likes to emulate what's happening overseas, not realizing that the we are our yeah. own magical, special place yes. here. We don't need to be like these places. Why are we looking at these places? Right. They're, not, they're not great. They're not uplifting, especially, like you're saying, for people of color, yes. where Bermuda is majority people of color. Yes. We have to remember where we come from and walk in that with confidence mm -hmm. and say no. Yep. And no is a full sentence. I love that. Exclamation and point. You don't even have to say it in an exclamation <laughs> point. So Period. Look, look. <laughs> I love it. So look, I want to end um, with with you and what the aspirations are for low quad roots. Like where do you see it in the future? Are there any new projects on the horizon? Uh, anything that you're excited to share with us? Yes, I'm hoping to, I'm gonna put it out there. Okay. I'm very nervous to say it out loud. I'm hoping to start foraging more with what's on the islands, the okay. seasonal things. Like I already work with loquat leaves. I mm -hmm. haven't. I tried to work with the fruit and it didn't work. <laughs> um, it uh, it was all you know. I didn't dry it properly. Trial okay. and error. It got okay. all moldy. Oh no. But I'm hoping to start working with our seasonal herbs mm -hmm. and plants and fruits to start doing custom seasonal blends that are just exclusive for that time period. Okay. And I uh, love that. Yeah. I, I'm, it's been something I've wanted to do for years, and yes. I've just been putting it off, putting it off. But I want to do that for real. Yeah. And just continuing to work with my doula clients, um, working with people that are change makers, mm -hmm. that want to shake the system up. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to start being more vocal about what's happening, what I've been seeing. Mm -hmm. um, it's like I like I said, I'm the wallflower, so I don't like to be in the spotlight, mm -hmm. but... But you are a somebody, sunflower. Somebody's got a voice. <laughs> so it's, even on the wall, people gonna see it, yeah, right? Or so hear it, so... I just want to bring light to things that are the options, like you're saying. People yeah. don't realize that the, there's the options. Yeah. So I want to start being more vocal about that. Yeah. And who knows what's going to come for that. And I'm, I'm working a lot with some other entrepreneurs, uh, Monique Stevens from Bermuda mm -hmm. Brand Box, Kimwana Eve of Looky Looky. Ah, yeah, shout out, shout out to Kimwana. <laughs> um, so many. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to start collaborating more with other women entrepreneurs. And I love that because in a space of collaboration, everybody wins, Everybody right? wins. And you go further together. Yes. I love that. I love that. So if people want to reach you how do they do that yeah i have a website www.lookwhatroots.com i'm on social media tiktok instagram facebook look what roots some of them are look what dot roots some of them are underscore look what roots mm -hmm. 
Just search Look What Would You Find Me. <laughs> yeah, that's where I am. I love it. It has been a pleasure speaking with you today, you Reba. Thank you for having me. I would love for you to come back and give us updates from Absolutely. time to time. Okay. Yes. Well, I appreciate you. I feel like today we have minded our business. And I want you to remember that if you don't mind your business, who will? That's right. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.